last time on the Empire's Edge. Finish your, your food, uh, break your camp, and, and start heading to the horseshoe. Maybe there's something about the water itself that's helping them grow. Uh, you're getting a magical detection there. Uh, each one of you being spellcasters, you know that you could wield it better in this place. The Sky Servants are angelic beings that uh, bond with the abbots in a way like familiars. So right now it is open with none of them glowing. That's correct. How would we close it? I don't even know how we opened it. <laughs> <laughs> I touch the Argolian sword to the pedestal. The moment you do that, Boris, everything inside this room changes. A sound above you, like something zipping down a line, and as you look up, you can see that there are large spiders coming down toward you. You look up and these spiders, they're pony-sized, coming down on lines. They look almost as rippling and translucent as the, the tower walls itself. Uh, and there's not just one or two, there are seven of them. The same number as the niches that uh, are aligning the walls to this place uh, coming down toward you. You said they were translucent I, like the water, the spiders were? Uh, like the mm. walls. The, the walls, the of that walls tower that appeared at the moment that Boris touch the sword to the pedestal, you can see, and as you're looking up at these things coming down, you can see a tower. Uh, what you're actually seeing is the distortion of the trees and the air and the clouds above as you're looking through what is tantamount to an invisible tower above your heads. We, we don't mean any harm, I shout. <laughs> do we get any reaction? Do they do anything? No reaction, but they do slow their descent as they come closer to where you are. And four of them, um, they keep their legs like, tighter into themselves. The same way they were coming down. Three of them, the ones right above you, have their legs opened. And they're like coming even slower and slower. But they're coming right down on top are, of are you. They I'm descending gonna move towards an, I'm going to move towards a niche, one of the niches. Niches. Okay. So, uh, as you Nietzsche? do, what's our, what's a philosopher doing here? <laughs> uh, Zelen, as you do that, you're very aware of I'm, sure, I'm sure as you're, as you're walking that you're still looking up as you're going right. and you can see that it isn't like it's swaying. It is just tracking with it's you. Tracking. Um, it, as though it's coming down to you. What are they descending on? Are they like coming down by a web or are they walking down the walls? Very skin? difficult to see, but it must be a web, must be a line that they're just just coming right down. Can, Boris, does your sword feel I, weird? Can I get it? Can I perceive? Can I perceive anything? Like, do, are they? Are they? Do they look like threatening translucent giant spiders, or do they look like friendly translucent giant spiders? <laughs> they look very uh, very threatening at the moment because they're just coming down on top of you. Uh, but at the same way, in the same way, they don't seem as though they're set for a defense. They're not coming down. Like they're like you know claws are out ready to attack. They're coming down like they're like like tucked up, kind of tucked up until the three of them got close to you. Uh, the sword itself, uh, you know, it felt heavy in that moment as you touched it to the pedestal. Uh, you know, it's obviously still in your hand again, but you do believe that that this happening is a combination not just of the Arngolian metal, but the blessing that's attached to it. Right. Um, go ahead and roll. Um, religion to see if yeah. spiders are involved in my Yeah, your knowledge somehow. religion to see if any of this makes sense to you. I, Victor, would think this is really neat. I, Boris, given how we fought spiders not too long ago, <laughs> yeah, right. kill the thing. Yeah. Kill little, the glowy, glowy there's thing. There's a little pee coming out of me right now. Not 19 for a 23 on religion. Excellent, fantastic. I'm very religious. <laughs> you believe that these things have been in essence, summoned by the, the blessing that is in this Argolian steel. 
that they're they're correct and proper to this place, not as guardians, but they're almost here to do your bidding. Whoa. Uh. So do you share that with us? I, I do, yeah. Um, Can you tell the spider that's coming to me to not land on me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to ask you to not. What is Boris Yo real fast? Stop. I think you're here to help. <laughs> um, and, and at this point, they had slowed, when they were about 15 feet over your head, they, right. had, they had slowed to the point where they're coming down just you know another, another foot per second maybe. And they right. slowed even more than that. And they are almost right on top of you by the time you make these perceptions and then say stop uh and they do come to a stop and almost like a machine or a mechanism their legs are closing as though they want to unfold you that is each of you the question is do you let them nice hug yeah i, I have so many jokes hug. um yeah it's got eight legs of course it's cuddlier um, he said something he said they're nice they're, i'm not gonna fight it they're agents of the temple they belong here. I am just as surprised as all of you, but I don't think they intend to harm us. Um, You're a druid. <laughs> Should we be okay with crazy magic giant animals? Isn't that literally your shtick? <laughs> I generally kill them. I'm not sure how to do so, Yeah, but this. humanoids, not... Uh, thank you for not beast. hitting one of them with a dart immediately, though. That was thank nice. You. It was yeah, the, not just shotgunning the agents of the temple. Um, okay. Like so, she, she held one out in her hand and kind of flipped her elbow and it goes <laughs> zwack and it goes right up. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna fold my hands like over my heart. Yeah, I'm gonna sheath the sword so I don't accidentally stab it. All right. And Jacob, you just say you're standing there waiting Welcoming for Welcoming embrace. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob holds his arms out wide. I shall Does hug anyone you else back. get the feeling of the people up on top of the building when the aliens arrived in um, Oh my gosh. Independence, Independence Day. Day. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Boom. <laughs> Are you there, Elvis? <laughs> they do enfold their legs around each one of you. And it's at about the exact same time, though there's there's moments of difference to it that, again, Zelen, she's putting her hands on her heart and she's making faces and sticking out her tongue like, oh, I can't believe a spider's doing this. And Boris is like, okay, I don't want to stab this thing. I feel like stabbing this thing, but I recognize this isn't the right thing I to do. I really, really want to. And Jacob is like, I haven't been hugged in days. <laughs> Gentle embrace. <laughs> do you when ever those... want to talk about your feelings, TN? No, when not really. Those... I do. I know David. I'm sad. <laughs> I know David. <laughs> <laughs> As their legs close around <laughs> you. That got you. It was, it was another vine. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Figured. Uh, as they close around you, you're not sure if they become more corporeal, but you're more aware of them visibly. They seem uh, as though they're a physical thing and not like a translucent thing. Or it could be that you yourself have entered into some other kind of a phase of some sort. And then before you have time to think, oh, this is really icky you are being launched upwards. So these things are retracting on that line. And again, you're very aware of the sound of it too, almost that kind of like a zip line. And you're going up at an accelerated rate that in a moment, you're at the tops of the trees outside. And then the next moment, you are 100 feet in the air. And a moment after that, you are a couple of hundred feet in the air. Intelligence check to, jump, to invest bay. Yeah. Invent base jumping. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go back down real fast too? <laughs> and suddenly, <laughs> suddenly I regret my decision to let it hug me. <laughs> yeah, this seems like a tactical error because I'm not sure how fast they descend and whether or not spider leg hold man in armor when fall. 
Well, we'll find out. Yeah, I pony guess. Size, pony size spiders? Okay. Pony size spiders 300 feet above the, the Earth's surface? Mm, no. And when you are way, way up in Space the air and it's, spider. it's about 200 feet up into the air, uh, they decelerate and it isn't like a, ugh, like the roller coasters came to a stop at the end of a ride. Uh, it's a little more gradual than that. But then it does come to a stop. And as it is slowing down to a stop, you perceive that the space around you, though still semi-visible, um, translucent, I guess makes more sense. You believe you're actually in a structure, a structure way up here in the air, and these things are still holding you as you're up in that space, up, up at the top of this. Weird. Are we able wow. to move and look walk around? around? <laughs> so, Jacob, as you start to like make those movements like you want to go, that spider, which now does not in any way look translucent, it looks like... A massive spider. Picture. I look down. Is there my body just lying on the floor, like no. three hundred feet beneath me? No, now, no that'd yeah. be a perception that, check. <laughs> yeah, wait in there. You see this little thing? Yeah, I really don't see it. Yeah, you really. Yeah, yeah that was a nineteen nut. No, he really. No, doesn't. no, no. That was a nine nut. Oh, I see. You <laughs> look up. I thought it was a nineteen. Uh, no, the, your corporeal bodies are up in this space. Your your physical selves are up in this space. Uh, but the spiders themselves and all seven came back up. Just. Mm. Four of them were empty-legged, uh, but as you're let it, like moving Jacob to 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 like get out from this thing, it does let you go. But then as you start to like let go from this thing, it keeps one leg hooked on to you. That as you're moving, it's moving with you, and that leg stays in touch with you. Gotcha. I a, am I walking on like clouds or something at this point? You think you're walking on stone? It's like the clearest, clearest stone you've ever seen before. Uh, go ahead and roll your nature check to see if you recognize what the stuff is. Uh, I'm assuming the other two of you are still just standing. I'm like, going to see what things. happened to him for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I, I can't wait for him to embrace the spirit of Ted and break the thing trying to explore it and then falls to his death. Ten. Yeah. Uh, it seems like it's rock, but you couldn't tell what kind with a roll of ten. Jacob, Magic. does it feel secure? Does it, it feels sturdy. Come on out. The water's <laughs> fine. All right. So I'm going to move from my spider and also begin to step away and, and explore the surface. It's a, the same thing. As you're making what's tantamount to shrugging moves, as you're as trying to push forward, it allows you, it opens up uh, to let you move forward. But as you're doing that, it still does keep one of its legs hooked on you. And if you've taken just a step away, it's just stretched that one leg out. Um, are you walking any further away? The area that you're looking at this stone and it looks to be about 50 feet in diameter. Uh, it's like a Is big there anything that I noticed cylinder. to explore? Is there any, um, are there any doorways, niches, um, any carvings boxes on the walls? Boxes full of magic equipment. Uh, any, any, <laughs> no anything, boxes full of magical anything equipment. Anything that I'm noticing? Uh, nothing inside the room and around it. What you really feel like you're in is in a watchtower that you're, mm. it is very clear. You're seeing not just this stone in front of you. Uh, what you're really seeing is the Brimroar Hills. Uh, mm. you're, you're seeing just the landscape around you from a tremendous height, uh, and, uh, a tremendous view or with a tremendous view. We're looking mm. around for a great gate and some complex to house a throne, potentially just an open throne itself. So remember the first part of the poem, it said, bond as though grafted, go to the temple of the sky servant, we're in the sky, bond as though grafted while you remain. We are definitely grafted um, with the spider, so I don't think we want to necessarily lose this connection. Yeah, I and agree. And then commune and allow your center to find its music in the chain. 
in in the faith they're uh sky servants are a term referring to like angelic beings agents of uko um and grafting is a process wherein they bond with a particularly skilled abbot i'm not sure it's quite that literal that you i this whole complex is the temple and that bond as if grafted was that clarity of your mind of vision that we were experiencing when we were down there. And that would make sense from what you, you saw down below that probably not just the area around the pool itself or this, this phantom tower, this, this phasing tower that any one of those portions are the temple of the sky servant. It could be a complex that, that covers acres and all of this. And this is one more element of, of that very place. But you, you do know you're looking for a particular place too to restore the the sky servant or the the sky servant's ability to to dwell within this place. So the next thing that it said was the the poem said was to follow your heart to the gate of ages, which is at the seat of the throne of Endara. No, the roots are, the roots of the focus are at the seat of in, of the throne it, of Endara. Right, but it says follow your heart to the gates of ages. The roots lie at the th- lie at the seat of the throne of Endara. Mm, yeah, yeah, is what the poem said. So with this incredible clear vision that I can see, is there, do I see anything? Do I, is like there any other part that's like lit up out there that, that this would. There was that what not really lit up, but when you were just saying that, when you were repeating to everyone else, well, this is what it said down below just a few minutes ago. And you said the gate of the ages, you felt pulled to the the periphery of this building, like toward one of the walls. Uh, but then as you continue talking, you felt that draw, that pull lessened and you, you were like, okay, I, I can just keep on talking. But then it did it again. When you said the throne of Indara, again, you felt like pulled in a moment, but it's as though your will alone isn't enough uh, to, to, to draw you to whatever this is. When I was just saying this to you guys, and I, if I just briefly concentrated on the gate of ages or the throne of Indara, I'm feeling a pull. What if all three of us focused on one of those, focused on the, on the thought or the the, the feeling of the gate of ages. I like it. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, worth a shot. All right, so you all do that. You're all thinking of gate of the ages, gate of the ages. Uh, I say it out loud. Okay. Given Zelen kept speaking. Okay, perfect. Gate yeah. of the ages. Uh, Me too. And Samesies. Okay, good. Yeah, so now you're all <laughs> saying it and uh, I'm assuming repeating it like it's a, like a mantra, like right. a chant. like a mantra. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. In, in, in rhythms. So. And as you do just that, you are drawn toward one side of this tower uh, and without even thinking about why, you start walking toward that side of the tower. And uh, in the back of your mind, you're aware that your spider has come with you, that it's maintaining its contact with you as you get to... One the, leg or the whole... Uh, the, well, the whole spider comes with you, but it's just, yeah, one leg is in touch with you. It's not stretched out or drawn. It's the whole spider's moving with you, but it maintains huh. its contact with you. I shall call him Jeremy. Okay, so when we get... When we get do, can we tell where the edge of the tower is? Can we tell where we have to? Very clearly. It is okay. actually a solid structure. Oh, okay. Uh, you are in a solid structure. Yeah, a Only box. Jacob was doing a kind of a, an examination of it when he first got up there. Uh, but you, you could still do that at some point if you wanted to. But it, there's a definite wall. You couldn't walk so far forward, you're going to fall off of it. There's, right. there's a wall. You're in a squat cylinder made of some kind of a clear stone. Got it. And as you're all concentrating, looking that in this particular direction, you're drawn toward saying gate of ages. It's as though either your your vision is magnified into a very focused area 
or if someone had launched an arrow in a direction and your sight was adhered to the, the point of that arrow, it's, it's being launched that way. It's, it's zooming way in. And still, even from this thing way off in the distance, so far south and a little bit to the east, up into the mountain range on the edge of the Slagmark Desert, you can see what looks like a massive door. And from this distance, just trying to gauge size in the mountains itself, this door itself must be maybe a hundred, maybe 120 feet high, 90, maybe even a hundred feet wide. This huge door as though someone carved this right through one of the points of the mountain in the deep part of the range. Now, I've been that far. Do I recognize seeing a gigantic door in the Slagmark Desert? Or if nothing else, land, well, in the mountains before the Slagmark. Yeah. Uh, and if nothing else, landmarks to guide us there. Yeah. Uh, you have never been to that part, Jacob. You've gone due east from Gryon, uh, and that has taken you to the, the edge of the mountain range. This is well to the south. Gotcha. Uh, so it's a different part of the mountain. Is there a recognizable landmark near where that gate is that I could say, I can get us there, and then I can see... From here, what direction we need to travel in order to get to where that gate is? You see two uh, that you think you could follow uh, very reasonable, um, uh, natural, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, landmarks. Uh, that either you could head east and go east almost to the edge of the slag mark, uh, just where the mountains start at that point, and then I, I could I, I recognize that, that peak. And from there, it's that peak, the peaks that are here, I follow that line, and you could follow those mountains all the way south to that point, and you're pretty sure you could do that. Plus, the slag mark just on the further east side would keep you from going any further east, so you just follow those mountains down. But then you see another route, too. They'll be heading south from where you are right now, uh, and it'd be a, a little less distinguishable to pick it up through the brim roar, but you can see a series of four very particular peaks that falling toward those and then skirting them should put you on a southerly direction toward this massive, massive open doorway, this gate-looking thing in a mountain. Gotcha. So you're pretty sure you could pick up on either one of those, those landmarks uh, to get you there. I think that I might be able to get us that area. I, I can, I conceivably can see a path for us getting there. There's All right. definitely a possible target. So would it, let's try the throne of Indara. Let's do the same thing and try the throne of Indara and Agreed. see how it lines up. So even as you're, like, you're focused, and Jacob very particularly is focused on, you know, what landmarks can I pick up and see right here, that even when you're saying, hey, I have an idea, let's try another name, you already feel yourself starting to walk backwards uh, with, without even, like, like, making the choice to, you are going backwards to the starting point in the middle of this room until you said, oh, let's do the same thing with the... Uh, with the throne of Indara. And once you said that, and Boris, you said, yeah, good, good idea, good idea. Uh, you're already trying to walk forward again. Okay. That you'll always be drawn back to the middle of this thing and going out. Okay, yeah. Throne so of let's do the throne same thing, throne of Indara. Yeah. So as you do that, it takes you right to the exact same place as the Gate of the Ages. Uh, and it's focused on the gate of itself. Uh, so, it, but it doesn't get you any closer to okay. it. It doesn't zoom in more but it looks like the throne of Vendara is right through, like directly through, like threading uh, the eye of a massive needle through the gate of the ages. Okay, yeah. so obviously, so we must have to go through the gate in order to get Makes sense that to it's... the next part. Do you think so... it works for just this thing specific to this religion? Or like if we called out the name of anything in particular, would it lead us in that direction? Try it. I don't know. Brian. Well, okay. Brian. Brian. Yeah. 
Um, as you're saying that, the name doesn't seem to resonate or have any meaning to whatever this place is. Mm-hmm. But you might try a name that's a much older name. Ah, KFC. Why don't you two try KFC? Home. Home. Uh, to see if you can pull on like an emotional resonance instead of like a temporal one. Okay. Um, home. So I co- concentrate and focus on my on my home. Um, and I guess that home for you two, Jacob, would be the same yeah, thing. Same and Ryan is. Are you thinking home as well? No. Okay, so keeping yourself neutral in that. Yeah, trying to keep myself as kind of still and mentally quiet. As okay, I so with the two of you, it seems to move slower. Um, you know, proportionally to only having two wills involving this instead of three, but it very slowly. You know, your your point of view turns as you realize you've walked to a different wall or a different, you know, area of this cylinder. Uh, and you are now actually seeing Grian pretty up close. Uh, awesome. Grian is not that far <laughs> away. You can see very, very clear details like, okay, yeah, you know, Jacob, there's your house. Zellan, there's your house right there. Any particular details or just kind of life going on as usual? Yeah, like life going on as usual. And okay. I see... Mr. Morris Young. Did he make it to Grian? <laughs> yes. He made it to Grian. Good on him. I'm so was, happy. While we're here, do we want to check on the black stairs to see I was if the, just thinking the that. thing see if the thing that ports in and out? Okay. The black stair. So let's we'll, we'll all focus on the black stair and and see yeah. Just as much see by if mental image changed. in the name. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, and as you you chant that mantra a few times, uh, you're drawn through it. You feel almost as though your your view is not just like like zooming in like it did on those, but because it's something maybe so down low to the ground and you know in proximity to you, mm. you feel almost as though you're weaving through trees, uh, huh. as though you're weaving through like you know different you know narrow little valleys, and and again you're so close to it that you do get a very, very close view of the stair itself. Uh, it's almost startling. It's looking through binoculars at something close. It's, it's bizarre how, yeah. how close it actually is to you. It's that perspective that it's very, very close. And it looks just the way you remembered it. There's a little area of charred body parts. That, right, know. but I mean, it does. It doesn't look it, like the thing that's been porting in has come in and nothing's changed. Know, nothing's been disturbed, it. nothing. Why don't you all roll an investigation roll just to see how much detail you could pick up on that? Ooh, unnatural 20. All right, thank God. <laughs> 15. With that unnatural 20, Jacob, you do note that up near the top where that was where the, the encounter happened with uh, Olaf Linquist. that as you're zoomed in right there and you're looking at it, you notice that there are three different patches of wilted moss in a circle that's about three feet in diameter. Similar to the stuff that we saw at the at Grian where the guy faded into the ground. Exactly. So it's I exactly like point that. Point that out. I said right there where we fought uh, Olaf, he, you see the, the patches, the dead grass, the dead yeah. moss? Like something just slightly off from the, the previous spot. But if that is the telltale of something gating in, it gated in here on three different occasions and then gated back out. Okay. Well, the enemy is aware. Right. Um, follow my lead on this. Show me what the black stair was. Mm, that's interesting. Uh, and, and concentrating there too, uh, you, you get the, the image that there was a grand building around it. You get an idea there was a grand building around it. And you almost are able to pick up the translucent-like walls like what's supporting this tower right now, but it doesn't gel. It doesn't come to. Mm. Do you think the the battery needs to get put back into this place for it to do anything more, better? Yeah. Anything better than what it's doing right now? Well, that's a cool thing, if nothing else. Cool. 
Oh, very cool. Um, well, we've learned a lot. We have a destination in mind. How do we get out of here? Wait a minute. I want to communicate or, or, or attempt to communicate with the spider. Here's my fear. If we leave this all open, anybody following us can get those same right, exact yeah, clues. Just access the place. Exactly. And, and access this. I want to try to communicate with the spider and find out how do we close this back down again, that we're servants of Uko, that, that, but how do we close it? Um, That's why we have protected from the enemy. I never would have so, thought to talk to the translucent spiders. I wouldn't have thought that they were sentient. So I'm going to I'm going to attempt. I don't know if I can or not, but I'm going to attempt to communicate with them and and express my concern for for protecting this. We place. did already see them react to you speaking to them before. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah even thinking at Zell, and even in that moment, we were saying, "I want to see if we can communicate to this spider that has a claw on my shoulder. Can this place be better protected?" And even as you're saying that, you feel like the direction, like the, the, the mental suggestion to look down right now. Okay, so I do. And as you do, you can see that changing beneath you, what looked like just a hole that went into the ground and water flowing into it, it looks like it's been covered back over and that the water's flowing across the top of it the way that it was before. Okay, excellent. Now, you also have the, the idea that it's not as strong as what it could be. Hmm. Uh, but if you want to engage in a more specific should, conversation, go ahead. Should we re-enter the room and remove the symbols of direction? So if somebody, if somebody with ill intent comes behind us, they don't know to go to the falls. They don't know about the throne. Should we try to get back into that room and remove those? It's in all three of your own minds. You're hearing it in your own head. Uh, uh, overlapping voices seven overlapping voices um, say that the base of the tower does not control the tower. Uh, the base of the tower is a conduit to achieve the top of the tower and to commune with the sky servant. Okay. Um, would, would, it, would it harm you or the base of the tower or us if we tried to remove those directional words? Removing those words would not change the tower. Uh, removing those words would not change what, what would happen in the tower. Can a servant of evil use the tower? No, a servant of evil could not approach the top of the tower. Uh, the world would have to be shattered again for an evil to attain this place where you stand now. But there again. are... Again? Again. Uh, there are only three of you. <laughs> uh, if there were seven, uh, the voice would be stronger and the concealment would be greater. But hmm. if we came back with seven people, well, if we came back with four people, people. Yeah. us plus four, yeah, that that's what's been been communicated. Okay, it, it, it says yes. It doesn't call you by name, uh, but yes, Paladin, uh, shattered again. The evil of Berfidian could again shatter this place again. I'm just really worried about leaving those directional words there. It, we we already with the porting in and out, we know our enemy knows. Well, they didn't know, we didn't know where the Gate of Ages was until after we came here. But they might be able to find out. If we if we could get rid of the words Gate of Ages, they wouldn't even know where to go next. I, I think it's, I think this site is consecrated enough that it's protected from corruption. Okay. Um, is there anything else we can do to strengthen, um, to, to strengthen the protection here? Return with seven. Okay. Uh, with seven voices, uh, the, the protections would be stronger. Okay. All right. How do we get down? <laughs> Descend. The, 
and Boris is already going down. Ah. Okay, so I'll also mm -hmm. descend. And your Zelen's going down too, uh, really fast. Descend slower. Slow. <laughs> <laughs> Jake yeah. is descend, coming down slow. Descend gently. <laughs> slow. And uh, oh. <laughs> and it does, yeah. So uh, and you find yourself again at the base of the tower. Now, uh, terrifying moment as you're approaching what looks to be the surface of the water flowing over this area that you know the water is flowing down into now. It's like the ground's coming up really, really fast, <laughs> and you have this moment of, oh, gee whiz, and then you go right through it, and you're down into that lower section again. Ah, uh -huh. neat. Oh, dang, I was hoping they are going to save us the swim and leave us <laughs> up top and then cover it back over. <laughs> no, the, the elevator only has one way off. Uh, and then you find yourself back in that room, and then, and again, it was all seven spiders came down. It wasn't just the, uh, the uh, three of you. When Jacob was the last one came down, uh, the other four came down with him. And then when you're down there, they release all of you and then they go right back up. But you stop seeing them once you get, once they go through the ceiling. All right. Yeah. Um, Let's surface. Anything else down here? No, nothing. And yeah, no, we search, we search this with one pretty well. We just have that okay. giant wall of water. We just got to yep. walk through, through it and swim back. Right. Yep. Yeah. So I really hope no one took our gear. <laughs> and, and again, with your constitutions being what they are and knowing where you're going, it's easy to swim back through to come back out and come back up in the pool. Now, once you uh, break the, the surface of the water and you're on the edge, you can see your gears right there, Jacob. Nobody, nobody messes with your stuff. <gasps> you know, there, there was, there was like a, a raccoon and a possum that's really, <laughs> dang it. There is no evidence of the tower visually that you could see when you were down inside I was about the room. To ask. Okay. Uh, there's no rippling of air that if somebody else just happened to walk through here would see this distortion and think, "What is that?" That's not even there, too. Okay. Mm. All um, right. Okay. What time of day is it? Should, can we start heading on the path that you saw? We came up here hours after um, daybreak. We had just camped. Yeah. So it's. Uh, it's still morning. It's still fairly so early. So I would vote to start just moving towards the Gate yeah, of Ages. Take, take a moment, get my bearings, know which direction is south towards the desert, and start moving, I think. Do you, yeah. do you agree, Boris? I agree. Um, can you send word to your allies, uh, the, the druid circle you encountered, about where we're going? They might be able to pass word from us to the Baron. I can try. Do, do we want to see if they can come here with four voices? I mean, with seven voices? Well... And strengthen this? Yeah, they you only ran like into four of them, didn't you? Three of them. You were the fourth. Yeah, um, yeah but they might know somebody. I know a guy. But that would also probably yeah. imply that you would have to be back here too. Right, and then well, they need to know directions. Yeah, there would be a lot of information there. We need to, to, to pick give and to guide the poor people. Bluebird. Okay, so we'll just tell the Bluebird that we're... Yeah, that The we, message is um, we're heading to the Gates of Ages. No, we've um, found a source of power. Um, and are pursuing leads into the threat to Bo uh, Warland Barony. That's a big message to give to my little bluebird friend. <laughs> I think it's reasonable. You think that's reasonable? Yeah, reasonable. Okay. yeah, and vague enough that if it's somehow intercepted, they don't go, you know, the bad guys go, oh, they're at the Gates of Ages, let's go. Got it. Picturing okay. a bluebird zip-tied to a chair, bright light in his Joel. face. <laughs> Medieval balloon. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Tell me what you know. <laughs> Tweet. <laughs> All right. So um, I cast. Me a mascot. I don't control anything at Twitter. I All cast, the little um, I, I cast speak with animals. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you do just that. I'm one of the blue. Send birds. the message that Boris has helped me to develop. Uh, and it takes it. It can repeat it back to you, and uh, and then it. Send it off. It flies away. Got it. 
you would think that it should have, they should have that. You know, just the, the way a bird flies that way. They'll have it within the hour. Maybe, nice. maybe, maybe within two. And just think to myself, it's always like, is it Dr. Doolittle style of talking with animals? Does she just speak to it in common? We understood what she said, but when it retweets, the, re retweets, <laughs> <laughs> when it repeats the message back to us, it's just tweet, 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 One tweet. Or the other. And she's like, yes, perfect. It flies off. We're like, no, it just... <laughs> so it's on you, Jacob. Do you want to... Which one of those two routes are you going to go by? Uh, I want to go by that. Heading due east and then to the edge of the mountains then taking the mountain south or south through uh, the, the hills of the Brimroar and then up into the mountains? I, f I think I felt like the directly south one was a bit more direct, correct? It, it would be. To, okay. to have to traverse those mountains at the edge of the slag mark, that's Which a lot of up suck. and down and I, I, that, I share that with y'all. It's more direct. Really There's more hills, but it's more direct. I don't know if it would be any faster, though, because of the, the treacherous terrain. Do you well, guys have any? Hills are better than mountains. And I think the bugbears lived in the mountains. Let's go to the hills. <laughs> why? You don't think we can take them? <laughs> I know I can, but... But I don't know you, why I said you that. do I think it could take weeks to get down there. It's really, really Either far way, away. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and uh, it I, might even take months if you went by the mountain route. But I vote directly weeks. south. Okay. Yeah, hills. Yeah. So, Great. go ahead and roll your um, uh, survival check. 11. Was there any benefits from being around here? I, I recall like stuff to, I want to say charisma and wisdom stuff. Yes, there was. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah what, were, what were the effects of this place? Go ahead and roll that with advantage. Read. Ah. 11. <laughs> <laughs> no, 11 was enough. All you need with a DC 10, I wanted to see if you could see your first landmark. Okay. Uh, and start heading in that direction. So uh, you're leading them out. You're, you have uh, to go back in and climb up the spider. <laughs> go back up all the <laughs> Come would back you, down and out. Would you name your spider? Like Jeremy or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy. That you start walking in that direction and you're... Oh, boys, you're, I'm back. You're almost immediately... Well, you're into an area you don't know anything about, but you can see to follow to that point, uh, instead of something flat heading like up one ridge and down the next ridge, that you recognize you could follow the contours of the land a little more than that. It might add time, but be an easier trek too. Uh, so go ahead and make three uh, survival checks that you're maintaining this for this, this first couple of hours. I don't recall it's ever saying it out loud, so I'm going to say it now. We picked up our gear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, like the first I, somebody thing I said they even put their gear on. Yeah, somebody said that. Mm. I'm pretty sure. All right. Uh, I can't wait to hear how we're wrong in the comments. Of all times to like not be like, oh man, I wish I'd brought my map making tools because this would be perfect. Uncharted territory, these maps would sell. First one is a 22. No, that was a 21. There we go. Second one was a 14. And the last one's a 17. Yeah, so you're doing very, very well, uh, following the contours of the land, uh, the, the trees, the hills, everything's about the same it's been in this area. It's very, very brimroar, you know, thick, thick woodlands uh, with a, a moderate amount of uh, undergrowth. And then when you hit a, a creek, you're crossing a creek, a lot of rhododendrons, a lot of plants like that. Um, but then you get into a section where you're on uh, the side of a ridge and it's very rocky, very rocky going as you're moving, but it's taking you in the right direction. You guys are probably moving a little slower than what you would have been otherwise. Uh, but you can see that if you can follow the shoulder of this ridge around, it should take you to a valley that should read, reach or rather direct you very well toward where these, uh, these four massive peaks are, you know, some days in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, but the, the course seems to be right, right there. Yeah. As always, heads on swivels. We know that the enemy knows about us. Um, and there could be any number of bandits or 
you know, other nasty things. And any sort of uh, more difficult to to uh, cross terrain, I'll assist everyone. Like, step here, move here, uh, don't put your weight on this foot, come around this way, and just make sure that no one goes gotcha. sailing off the edge. After three hours, you come across an area, or it's, it's just up ahead of you, where you figure that some kind of a, a massive storm must have come down this mountain where a number of trees, big trees, you know, oaks and ashes have been uprooted. And so them being ripped up and laying down as they are, it would make it, you know, fairly difficult to, to walk through this area, but it's huge. You know, it's the whole side of this ridge. And so, you know, you just have to go straight through this area. There's no way around it, but you're going underneath big logs. You're, you're going over the top of logs. It's very slow going right here. A lot of uh, root balls pulled up, a lot of rock moving that way. Um, and Anyone? as... Have an idea about what could have caused this? Yeah, can I just kind of look around the area to just to just really are all the trees laying in the yeah, same your, area? Your nature. And I, I go over and help you because I'm yeah, curious so too. Go ahead and do it with advantage, then, Zellan. Look at the way the, the the roots ball. Go again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, thankfully, advantage. Um, plus what survival? Maybe just nature. I think survival because survival's a plus six. Um. Uh, it'd be nine. Probably a storm. It just makes sense that, you know, maybe a, a tornado or some massive windstorm came down through this area. Are there any, like, mud on it or unusual pe- you know, bits of boulder amid the trees? Uh, there's a lot of upturned rock. Uh, there's a, a lot of rocky projections in this area where these trees came down, so probably their roots weren't as deep as right. they would have been otherwise. Uh, and that might have been what weakened them as this windstorm came down through. Yeah, I was thinking potentially mudslide or some kind of avalanche. Yeah, nothing like that. No, it's it's not, uh, nothing would indicate something like we that. We don't see any giant tracks or anything yeah, like and, that. You know, if there's no, like, glowing hammer or bow or, I guess, dart. You're, you're pretty good with your dart. You yeah. don't need an additional shotgun. Yeah, so, um, just doing the same, uh, stepping over the, the logs. Yeah, or under. Maneuvering. However it is. Digging a hole under the logs. And as you're doing just that, it would never come to be like quite that much. You have to actually excavate. You go around a different spot, but it is awfully slow going. If you ever, ever hiked through the woods and as you're gone through the woods, a lot of trees are down. It's just tough to get through. Uh, but Jacob, what is your armor class? Oh, son of a... Uh, 16. Um, something tried to latch onto your leg as you're like stepping under one of these logs, pushing, moving sideways. And as you turn to look, something very large and snake-like uh, with either like a, a weird kind of a beak or tentacles tried to grab onto your leg. But just as you're stepping away, it missed as it was doing just that. But you can see this thing about the thickness of your own thigh now moving through the rocks and the underbro- undergrowth uh, and has hidden itself again. Do a quick uh, nature check just so I know what it is so I can call it an exact Okay, go ahead. Oh, it was a 20 minute. Uh, 12. You think it's a Grick. Okay, so I, I turn around, it's like, we got Gricks on the ground below us, make sure you keep your footing. So, a uh, snake-like thing that has four tentacles, like in the front of it, when the tentacles latch on, there's a beak inside that, uh, that it bites with. Huh. Um, and they're, they're a known thing up in the brim roar. Um. Do they, are they generally in packs or in nests, or if you, is one, would you normally have more than one if you had one? Yes, you'd normally have more than one if you had one. Got so it. get a higher ground, standing up on a on a log, kill the thing. So Getting. as you're as you're scrambling to do just that way, you don't see it at the moment. Um, you don't you don't see that particular one with all the undergrowth. Again, the canopy is shot right here, so there's a lot of undergrowth. You know, a lot of um, 
mountain laurels and rhododendrons, mm-hmm. things like that. So you're not just seeing the woods. If you walked out in the woods in our backyard, you just see trees right down to leaves. Mm-hmm. You're not seeing it the same way here. Okay. Keep going. I it mean, is, I, <laughs> what? I, I Wait, it, assumed it, we were rolling in nits no, and it, fighting it, the it thing. It moved away. So we're, we know that they're in the area, but they're not it, pursuing it, us more it than that. It could be two feet away from you in the, the the undergrowth and you wouldn't know it as you're standing upon this log yeah i yeah. see defensive posture yeah i'll grab a a larger uh stick maybe like a dead piece of log and i'll toss it about uh three feet from me into one of those underbrush areas to see if anything goes after it yeah so you probably actually grab onto a branch that's on the tree you're standing on and you know just snap that off and throw that maybe even spear like down in that area and as it does that you see not just one but a bunch of these things come rippling out of that area ah, uh, and they're moving all over the place right I here. really wish we knew someone that had an entangle spell. That would be awesome right now. <laughs> really? Uh, we're in it too, but... Okay. Or you can cast it a little further away so they catch at the... Rolling it. Awesome. 18. 22. 17 plus something, right? Your dexterity modifier. 20. All right. I rolled an 18 and I am... Last. Last. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled an 18 too. All right. Okay, yes, yeah, it's going to be Zell and Jacob Borst, the monsters. Nice. Uh, that that kind of order. Completely last. All right, so Zell what are you doing? Um, try oh, to get on top of a log. Gotta... I'm going to cast Entangle below us. When you say below you, it's like pictures a log on the ground. You're maybe like, you know, two and a half feet off the ground. Um, yeah, but if I can, if we're all standing on top of the logs and I can cast it on the ground beneath the logs, that's where they it'll are. It'll affect a spherical area. Yeah, so you'll be in it oh. too. So oh. you can you still can definitely center, do that. If you put the center point, however the far the radius is, on the other side of where they currently are attacking that stick, it'll affect them and not us. Assuming that's the only place that they are, but yeah. Yeah, what about a thunder wave instead? I vote. I, like I always vote for blasting the thing rather than restricting an area because restricting yeah. an area restricts us too. I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to cast Thunderwave where they where we saw them wiggle and try to push them. Okay, so go ahead. That's. Uh, are you making? A, I can just do it. Just a right? save. Yeah. So what's the? Stu- I cast Thunderwave. And, and what's what's the DC save on that? Each creature within 15 must make Constitution saving throw. Mm. Fail equals takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away. Success equals half as much damage, no push. So what's the DC? Also, unsecured objects in range are pushed 10 feet away from me. So what's your what's the DC for the spell level? It should just be you have a, a DC. Yeah, it's 8 plus your wisdom modifier plus your proficiency bonus. Spell attack modifier? No, your spell, spell save DC. DC. So it's right spell near there. Spell save DC seat. 14. Okay, great. You believe you have two of them uh, in that area. Roll your damage. Two of them in the yeah. area or two of them that failed to save? Uh, two that failed to save. Okay. Well, they all so take they damage. They all take damage. Just, yeah. Those that save take. Huh? And then the ones that failed also get like <laughs> flung. Can I have a D8? Pull! And as they're flying through the air, shoot it with a bow. Mm-hmm. 10. Or shoot it with an arrow. <laughs> I and throw my bow. Just straight two D eight. There was any modifiers to the two D eight. What? Yeah. I, I don't. The, I when you were reading through the spell, it just said they take two D eight. Yeah, two D eight thunder damage and push ten feet away. But all the loose stuff is pushed ten feet away too. So that could maybe like you know flatten grass, logs, leaves, Jacobs. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just right. So we could we might be able to way. see them better yeah, yeah, yeah. to be able to shoot at them. All right. Yeah. So and it does just that. You definitely injured. Um, three or two of them uh, fairly severely, uh, and then the other two uh, to a lesser degree. And as you do that, there is a lot of brush and leaves and whatnot just 
that just whooshed out of the way too, uh, in a, a fairly large area, um, exposing the rock that's underneath of this. You know, some churned up, some laying still. Uh, those things are positioning themselves to attack all of you up on that log. Uh, but then you can also see with all that stuff stripped away that there is movement in the ground itself. And I'll describe what happens with that after we go through the rest of this round. Awesome. All right. So, uh, Jacob, you're up. Is there a clear shot now with all the underbrush that's been cleared up? Yeah, you have a clear shot. Awesome. On one of them. Attack whichever one is closest to me with the bow. Shooting at it. Natural 20. Oh, nice. Yes. They are not undead. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Well, right. that's a 3.5 reference, okay. given undead are no oh, longer true. immune to critical hits. Oh, that's no fun. Oh, okay, that's good. Okay. <laughs> uh, nine, four, 13 points of damage. Roll a four-sire. Let me know which one of these guys you were shooting at. I got it. Two. Two. And how much damage? Uh, 14. Wow. Uh, no, 13, but still. <laughs> that was one of the ones that were most injured by uh, that... that Thunderwave. Thunderwave spell that Zelen cast, uh, and you believe one of these things are killed. Nice. Well, nice. well done, Jacob. You're up. That is me. I'm sorry, uh, Boris. You're up. <laughs> Mike, I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> um, I cast Wrathful Smite as a bonus action, then move to engage with the nearest hostile. Okay, it's within your range. Go ahead. All right. You're you're against one of the ones that have been less wounded. Goody. What's its armor class? <laughs> it has an armor class. Good to know. Uh, that is a 15. Hits. Nice. Nine points of physical damage and six points of psychic damage. Wow. Like, is there any kind of a save on that psychic damage? Uh, there is no save on the psychic damage, but it needs to make a save for something else. Okay. Give me just a second. Your DC is 13. Okay. Um, what is it? So I don't want um, modifiers are. It's a wisdom saving throw or be frightened of me unt for the next minute. So the DC is 13? Uh, yes. Makes a save. <laughs> Neat. Um... But and it doesn't have takes... time to be frightened of you because it's dead. That works. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrified right until the moment that it dies. Yeah, it terrifies all the way through the sword. Uh, Jacob, you're noting, even at this point of the combat, that these, though they are Gricks, they seem like they are smaller than the, the Gricks you've heard of, uh, which are a much, much larger creature, that for whatever reason, these seem to be either immature, young, or a different variety. Uh, so they're not quite as kicked butt as they would be otherwise. Have a nature check to know if they, at this age, are still around their parents, i.e. a larger mother or father. Make your nature check. A 16. You do know that they uh, tend to be allowed as they get larger to go further and further afield from their parents, uh, but not beyond a certain periphery. A couple hundred feet um, is usually the max that they would go from Yay. something like that. These are just the youngings. Uh, keep a lookout for mom or dad. Okay, so right. I know my religion doesn't permit me murdering babies, but does it allow murdering baby monsters? <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the Gricks is attacking you, Boris. Armor class. I've got an armor class. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's attacking and, my armor class. Oh, you it's not attacking me. Uh, yeah, right. We'll just assign a number. <laughs> um, hang on, let me track it down. 18. Ow. Your armor. Hits. Ooh. Yeah, Whoa. Mr. Armor, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and this thing is uh, striking you with its tentacles. Mm -hmm. uh, and... Since it's done that, it will also get one of its beak attacks. But first, Neat. the the attack with the tentacle, uh, it does five points of damage, and it's attempting a beak attack on you. All right. Again, same armor class, same plus to hit. 
and it misses with the beak attack. Good. Uh, the next one, the last one of these four, is attacking Zelen. Zelen, what's your armor class? 14. It misses you, Zelen. Neener, neener. All right. <laughs> <laughs> New round, Zelen. Neener, neener, you're up. <laughs> I use my bonus action to taunt. <laughs> Which is probably I'm going to throw a dark. Um, you're in melee combat. You're rolling at disadvantage with ranged attacks. So it would make much more sense so for you to use that. I'm going to stab it with my dagger or hit it with my shillelagh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, casting shillelagh, I think, is a bonus action. Yeah, so you I can just recall. <laughs> this is magical Cast now. it and go, yeah. <laughs> Magic stick, power yeah, up. Time is one bonus. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so a bonus action. Okay, so, could, so I'm going to cast shillelagh and then Clonk with said shillelagh. All right, yeah. Then clonk. That all is a good plan. Go ahead and do. <laughs> Pull the lever, clonk. <laughs> 17, do I get a plus with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's your proficiency it, bonus plus your strength modifier. Someone's been doing research. Plus proficiency bonus is a two. And then your strength plus modifier. strength is a two, so that's four. So that's a 21. Definitely. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I think the 17 hit. The 17 hit, yeah, yeah all by the, itself. But it's good to work through your numbers to learn them. Yeah. We need to add yeah. shillelagh on your, uh, your, your list Attacks. there. It's just a regular yeah. weapon that exists. So right. You just have it already written out. And I think you actually do. It's just a matter of like getting used finding to it. finding where oh, it is gotcha. again. Uh, okay. Weapons damage becomes a D8. And so then, then plus your D8. strength mod, right? Does Shillelagh bonus the damage as well, or, or is it just a magic weapon? It's magic and increases the damage to a D8. Okay. Oh, yeah. Seven. Nice. Nice. Well done. Uh, it is further wounded, but it is still living. Jacob, you're up. Uh, that's the last one that's nearby as far uh, as... There's one on me and there's one on Zelen. Yeah, there's still two. Uh, yeah, I'll take a shot at the... One that is targeting Zelen. E, ooh, uh, 13. Misses. Bam. Got a range. <laughs> it's right around right here. Yeah. Uh, Boris, that's you. All right. Uh, attacking the one that attacked me. All right. Nat 15 for a 23. Yeah, definitely hits. Nat 15 for a hit. <laughs> You're right. For a squish. Uh, for another nine physical and six psychic. Wow. And then it gets a saving throw. Assuming it doesn't the die. But filled its saving throw. So, assuming it's not dead, it's frightened of me for one minute. As its action, it can choose... 15 points of damage total, you said? Yes. Nine and six, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, no, you killed the second one. Okay, yeah, no, I don't of, need of to explain my spell anymore. Uh, um, and I'll move to engage the one with Zelen unless I see new hostiles appearing from Rumbly Earth. Okay, well, that, that's just <laughs> the very thing, Rumbly Earth. Um, not investigation... I forget the other one is your perception. perception. Uh, go ahead and roll your Jacob and uh, Boris. Roll your perception. 15. 17. Uh, there are more of them coming out of the ground. Okay. Well, then I'll hold position and get ready to attack. And so <clears throat> Zelen at the very bottom of the round, the one remaining is attacking you. Your armor class is a 14, wasn't it? Yeah. It misses you. Good. All right. So... Jacob, Boris, you both note that this ground that was rumbling a moment ago, that these things are surfacing all over the place. Just as a quick count, you see a dozen, maybe 15, and there's still other places that are rumbling. You think you're in some massive nest of these things, and they're breaking through the surface. Yeah, I right call now. out, this is absolutely a den of these things. We need to do something about this. Let's get out of here. Get us to a point where we can fight them safely. Okay. Well, uh, roll your survival, Jacob. Yes. 10. 
you see your best route is going to be to, again, have to fight through a couple of these things or fight past them or risk an attack of opportunity to get out of this area, but you're not sure how big the, the nest of them it is. Okay. But it should still take you roughly south trying to get out of here, but you're falling on the um, uh, the not the convolutions of the ridge, so it's going to be tough going for right now. I see a pathway. Stay on my heels. Take lead. I'll cover the rear. Stay on my heels. <laughs> okay. Um, and let Zellin. me kill this one on me. <laughs> okay. And Zellin, you're you're up. Whack whack whack. I'm gonna hit it again with the shillelagh. And I rolled a unnatural twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> and you hit with your unnatural twenty-four. And I do. Yeah, so we had that wrong oh, last time. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this time I'm going to roll it correctly. Last time I didn't. It's a 1d8 plus 4. That should yeah. appease you people in the comments who know the, the rules better than us. Yeah. <laughs> and I roll 10 points of damage. Uh, slain. Nice. Uh, so that's it for that one right there. And you can see as you're even doing that, Zellin, you can see right in the immediate area of where you are, seven of these things have poked up through various cracks in the ground yeah. around here. So there goes teeth. Let's run. <laughs> <laughs> and booking it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah following Jacob's direction. Yeah. Uh, as you're moving through that spot, there's um, each one of you are having an opportunity attack that you're provoking. So they're going to get a free attack on you as you're running past one just to get out of this immediate area. So uh, first on Jacob, uh, armor class. 16. I can take it. Hits you. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> for hurdy amounts of damage. Hurdy? I don't have a hurdy. Uh, for four points of, I mean, sorry, five points of damage. <sighs> and it's attempting its secondary attack on you. And it hits with its secondary attack. Dang. When I roll well, I roll really, really well. That was a 19 natural uh, for another three points of damage. Gotcha, so eight total. Yeah, so make a dex check for me. Oh, geez. All right. Uh, a dex saving, saving throw? throw? A dex saving throw. Nine. Um, you stumble and fall and are rolling up out of it from that, that attack and hit on your leg. Gotcha. Uh, next attack of opportunity. Boris, this one's on you. 18. Natural 20. <laughs> These things do not like you. Well, they Currently, you've been hit more. You know what? You wear armor. You'd think it would, like, blunt their teeth. Or... <laughs> uh, 19. Plenty durable. Plenty durable. Don't make, me, don't make me do a dex check, though, because I don't have proficiency on those. It rolled... So this is, it's this amount doubled. You, you roll the dice twi twice. Yeah, so it was 6, 11, 12. 12 points of damage. Oh, oh Moses. Yeah, that was a bad one. And I'm going to see if it's a secondary attack. No. It's thing. Uh, and it misses. So you are not stumbled by that when it bites you. The tentacle <laughs> hit you, latched on hard, uh, but you powered through and kept on moving. Yeah, must have struck my apparently unhelmed head. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm not sure what that thing did. Zellin, this attack of opportunity is on you. Armor class was... Oh, crap. I left 14. my helmet back at that lake. <laughs> <laughs> Hope I get a magic one. Wink, wink. Uh, and it misses you. Thank you. Although it was a 20 for a second, but then it tottered back to a two. Your advantage is mm. to sleeping with a DM. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, not going to lie. Not going to try. thinking it. about it, given that you're the only one who hasn't been hit. Exactly. And we've both been hit twice. <laughs> and you have the worst armor class in the party. <laughs> the way you said was thinking about it, I thought, okay. 
Um, I'm winking at Zellin right now. Great. All right. Uh, I, uh, I can know that was their, their turn. So I'm going to back to her, right? Right. So you guys are moving. You've gone out of the immediate area. Uh, Boris, you said your rear guard on this one is you, you look over your shoulder. Uh, you can see that the whole area is seething. Jacob, you're seeing there's, there are still some spots up ahead of you guys, uh, that are, are opening up. There's things coming through the, these you know, interspersed cracks in the rocks and whatnot. Uh, do your survival skill again to find the best route through there, uh, or your movement could provoke more attacks of opportunity as you Unnatural go. Unnatural 20. Uh, nice. You find the very best route, so you're taking it through, um, and I would imagine calling out orders too. Yeah. You turn this way, bear to your left, bear to your left, uh, as you're, you're calling out these different directions for them to move just that way. Boris, you think there's easily a couple dozen of these things uh, that are pursuing you guys from this point right here. Good to know. Bad um, spot. I'm kind of disappointed we're not doing XP because all of the things we're encountering and surviving. Milestones. Uh, are we curses. outpacing them? Um, it's difficult to say because some are coming up through the rocks right near where you are at this moment. So outpacing doesn't seem like part of it yet. Yeah, step uh, one of outpacing is getting past. Uh, Jacob has led you through the ones that are, um, have, uh, you know, unearthed themselves. It'll come up through the cracks in the rock, uh, very skillfully. And so you've moved through that without taking any more attacks of opportunity. Uh, Jacob, go ahead and do your, um, uh, nature sense. Okay. Natural one. Or yeah. a five. So you are so focused on them being behind you, finding the, the, the most clear route uh, that nothing else is even like impacting your brain apart from best route, best route right now. Okay. Can Thank I goodness. be looking around and maybe roll a survival like to find a place that would be more defensive for us to get to? Um, or I, to swing us further around and in the right direction still? Um, you, you certainly could. Go ahead and roll that. But roll that nature sense too as you and Boris are, I mean, you and Jacob are looking more forward where Boris is looking more behind you. Uh, nature sense is a nine. Survival is a modified 21. Okay, very nice. Uh, <laughs> there isn't a place that's very defensible right here. The, you're on the, the edge, you know, the, the, the sloping part of a, of a ridge with all these trees that are falling down through it. Just getting through and out of here would be the best thing for you. So the direction that Jacob's taking you in seems like it's the absolute best direction. Um, Boris, as you're bringing up the rear guard, you can see that some that are on the far side of the area of these things moving have already backed off and have started to you just get back to whatever they're doing. It's moved out of the area. But there are some, like as you plant your foot and you're running, there's one coming up through the stone just right there. So you're, you can tell you're still in the area the of where this thing's nest. We're still be. in the nest. Keep moving. Uh, Jacob, roll your next um, survival check. Gotcha. Natural 20. Nice. <laughs> Very nice again. 25. So no attacks of opportunity this round. You're again maneuvering through these things as the ones that are coming up through <laughs> Stepping it. Stepping on their heads or, as we're going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. You're a little James Bond the live and let die across the alligators. <laughs> dick. Um, and as uh, you take them through that area, you're hitting about the bottom or like the, the cleft point between one ridge and the next as you're traversing over that one. There are fewer fallen trees, so heading in this direction seems like you could even move a little bit faster going in that direction. You're, you're, you're reading the topography just, just right. Uh, again, Boris, you note that there are still many of them still pursuing, uh, and roll your um, perception. Jump up midair, knock an arrow, it's flaming, yeah, fire right. it backwards, <laughs> lights the entire underbrush on fire. Yeah, right. Okay, roll your to hit. Yeah, right. <laughs> Why can't I be a high-level cleric that can nuke things? Though apparently I see real good this time. Uh, 21. 
there is a much larger one of these disturbances of stone uh, about 15 feet away from you to your right-hand side, slightly down the ridge, and you think it's definitely one of the, the full-size larger Adult ones. incoming! All right, and then, Jacob, your next survival skill check as you're moving up this side. Uh, and then, Zellin, you want to do the same thing to see if you could find a spot yeah. that would be a, a better defensible position. I Nine. call it a nuke from, from orbit because it's the only way to make sure. <laughs> nine for my survival mine is 22 all right so with that nine survival you are getting attacks of opportunity this time as you're moving through you think that just over the edge of this you thought you saw for a moment before you hit that cleft in the uh between this ridge and the next one that there was uh, a, a level spot that had some tree trunks down in front of it but it looks like a much more stable place you could fight from if you could get to that more level spot that's up ahead. Seems okay. kind of cleared above it, too. I shout that to the team, that, there's, that there looks like a better place to fight ahead. And as you're looking ahead, Jacob, and she's pointing that out, go ahead and roll it again with that. Uh, okay. 14. All right, so with 14, uh, you can see that that spot up ahead looks like it's not just like clear and open at the top of that. It looks like it's maybe solid rock. Like it's a much more major outcropping of rock versus all this loose jumble of stone. They can't come up underneath it. They couldn't come up through it. So it's like it's a much, much better spot to. I agree. uh, Let's get there quickly. Okay. All right. So uh, first on Jacob, attack of opportunities. You're moving through this area. Uh, Natural 20. I say no. (laughs) (laughs) That's for the next one. How many hit points do you have right now? 14. (laughs) Plenty durable. Nine points of damage. Okay. <clears throat> Secondary attack. The bite oh, makes a f- is rolling a 15? Yeah, 16. Ooh. So <laughs> it tried to clamp onto you. It doesn't trip you. It does hurt you, and you move on. I don't uh, feel good. So, Zell, we're going to go with you next because yeah. you're like the next person in line. 18. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, those perks wore off. <laughs> and that's four points of damage. And on the secondary attack, uh, that's a 15. So that one hits you as well. What's your armor class? 14. Get better. <laughs> or like, inst- like Or five more points of damage. Wow. She can take uh, that. And make a uh, deck save. Any chance I could give advantage on that deck save? Because I'm you're kind of right there to help protect and bolster. Uh, you know, that I'm helping to catch her. Make a uh, uh, a dex check for me. I'll give you a DC. a natural 20. She doesn't need it. Well, never F in mind. <laughs> <laughs> Here, so take my hand. It, Steps on it. <laughs> it hits you in the leg. It bites your leg. You go into like a flip roll, come up, and you're still running uh, as though that just didn't bother you at all. Why do I even bother? Just so we all know, I have two hit points left. Ooh. You only got hit once. I don't have a lot of hit points. Holy crap. Boris, the uh, attack yeah, of opportunity so on two, you. two, two, and seven. Fourteen. Oh, wait, Fuck no, you. I did that wrong. Yeah, five. I have five hit points left. And you're at what, two? Seven. Seven. Uh, rolled a nine. Give an 18. Or Correct. Right? Yeah, misses. Uh, it misses you as you move out of that area. I like how just for a moment, though, you was like, roll a nine. Does that hit? Like, you, you were thinking, <laughs> just maybe. Let me do the math. Oh, I wait, put a five was, in my dexterity. That was a different monster that had a plus way too much to hit. Plus nine to hit. Uh, Jacob, make mm-hmm. the next survival, survival check. check. Can uh, I help him? To get through that. <laughs> Can't she? I don't know. I, I got a uh, 12. Yeah, you're both, you're both focused oh, on gotcha. what the thing is there. You look at the same. I got a so. natural 20 again. 
Yeah, is that, I oh, was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who was giving advantage to whom? I think you helping him and he gets advantage doesn't mean you're rolling it yourself. Oh. Uh, but. I mean, I'll roll again. You said, Maybe you I got said we were both doing Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> right! <laughs> Zilling gave Jacob a natural 20 somehow <laughs> mystically. So Jacob finds a spot that takes you right through um, where the, the ones are still like, you know, moving into intercept. There's no more coming out of the ground. Um, go ahead and roll your nature sense, those of you that have it. Um, Boris, um, you see that there are a few of them are pursuing at this point. 19. Uh, 9. Um, so with the 19, 9, you're fixated on the best course to get up to that, that level flat spot onto the rocks right there. Uh, at 19, you are pretty sure you're out of the nest, uh, that you're no longer you're into that spot there. At Where's least, the giant adult one? At least half of them, Boris, maybe a little bit more, uh, have broken off the pursuit. Is there, the adult pursuing? Um, yeah, you can still see where this thing's coming up through the ground, uh, and it is still visible on the surface coming in the street. We've got about half the nest and the adult incoming. Warm up, heal if you can. How close are they? Um, the the nearest ones to you are are only like fifteen feet away, ten feet away. Okay. Uh, you know, it varies as they come out from under a, a rock yeah. or a log mm. or something. Do we have like an action each so we can heal? Because I'm very aware I could take maybe a hit. Uh, you think at the end of this round, uh, Jacob has already led you through mm-hmm. that you're not going to be getting attacks of opportunity on you until you get to that platform or that that level area behind not, the log. Not the question I was asking. Okay, what, what are you asking? Um, if we're there to our secure position, is there a round between us, you know, us forming up and them arriving so we can heal ourselves because I can't take a hit. Oh, yeah. You believe you would have time when you get up there that the, the first course of action is to get yourself stable. Copy. Yeah. Yeah. We're not there yet, though? No. Well, you know, and you're there. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, this round, uh, <laughs> okay. you get there. So because, uh, again, Jacob rolled that so you guys could uh, could get through those. So you get that. Um, the, the two of you out front, Jacob in front, uh, you vault up over these two logs that just how they've fallen or it was a double tree have formed a, a natural wall between you and the stuff coming from the line of the pursuit. And it is a large outcropping of rock. It's it's fairly flat up here on top. Um, some trees might have been there, been uprooted, blown off. But, uh, you know, some trees grow out of it, but very strangled as they've grown in the, the thin, thin soil or just lack of soil. So you hop over that and then zones right, right after you. And then Boris, you get to the thing, you step over it too. And it does feel so like you just like came inside and closed the door compared to where you were before. Mm-hmm. So it, it, look around. Can I cast Entangle? If I cast Entangle, will, will it trap us here? Um, we can continue on in a direction. It'll catch a lot of them in the field of effect. I say do it. So I'm going to turn and cast Entangle. All right, perfect. So uh, your DC on that, we said was a 14, it was 8. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 3, 14. Yeah, 14 sounds right. Um, so let me roll those It's the those same saves. for all your spells. Uh, so she's casting that spell uh, as like this between right, the start of a new combat action. Um, Boris, what are you doing? Uh, I'm using Lay on Hands on myself to heal. Okay, go ahead and roll that up. Jacob, what are you doing? I'll actually use Cure Wounds on myself. Yeah. Okay. I don't roll anything. It's just an amount. It just does it, yeah. Max. Nice. So that was uh, 11 points healed back. Woo. Gotta love them spells. All right, so go ahead and roll. read your um, Entangle spell, just so we can hear all the parameters to it, Zellin. Grasping weeds and vines sprout from the ground in a 20-foot square starting from a point within range. For the duration, these plants turn the ground in the area into difficult terrain. A creature in the area where you cast the spell must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained by the entangling plants until the spell ends. 
A creature restrained by the plants can use its action to make a strength check against your spell save DC. On a success, it frees itself. When the spell ends, the contra plants wilt away. Okay, gotcha. All right, let me start rolling those, those uh, saves. The next thing, um, once they're entangled, I was thinking about casting a poison spray. Yeah. <laughs> Does that target it, multiple or is it just one? It's, uh, hold on. Tells you like the range. You extend like your hand toward a creature you can see within range and protect and project a puff of noxious gas. The creature must succeed a constitution constitution threat. Yeah, just I a think, creature. Yeah, anything that keeps you out of combat, especially with your lack of hit points, is wise. So the more you're doing ranged stuff from behind us, the better. Okay, so I will cast that. If you um, do have anything that does AOEs right now, since they're all in that constant uh, uh, area of effect. Actually, oh. yeah. Uh, produce flame and just chucking fire into the middle of it. They might not be restrained for as long oh, as yeah. it ignites, but you could just you know, start a fire and hurt them all. Yeah. You know, range spell attack on a hit target takes D8. So the the poison is D12 if, if I want to shoot it at the adult. Um you're just saying if you cast, um, uh, what is it? Um, produce flame. Produce flame. flame. You could so light the, the, the weeds you just made potentially, on fire. Potentially, yeah. Right. That you could like try and ignite the place and do... Like, Damage to all of them. Yeah, mm -hmm. kind of, you know, a um, improvised area of effect. Got it. All right, so Zelen, when you cast your entangled spell, the, the roots and the twigs, um, all the plants, the undergrowth, the, the rhododendrons, they all, they all jump up and start grasping onto these things. Uh, and there was over a dozen of them, and you can see very clearly that half of them uh, have been entangled. They're they're snared by these things. The others are moving slowly through it. They're partially entangled, uh, but they're still trying to push through that. Can I see the adult one? Is it tangled or moving? It's one of the ones that are still moving through it, but moving slower through it. Um, so as you're considering your next round, uh, Jacob, what are you doing? I'm going to stand back up and get to revitalize with my hit points. I'm going to get back up to that log we jumped over there, getting a higher vantage point to get a good uh, place to shoot at them with my bow. Actually, within the area of the outcropping of rock, if you went in the opposite direction, you could go up a little bit higher on the rock itself, and you'd be shooting over top of Boris, over Zelen, down onto these things. Um, would be a better vantage point that than actually That sounds awesome, log. dude. Using that as my movement, getting up there, and actually as my action, I'll cast, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Hunter's Mark on the big one, so that way I can do a little bit extra damage to it. More. Okay, excellent. So you've, you've done that Hunter's Mark on that one, and you could so track on it, it's been slowed going through this, uh, and then uh, do a um, uh, an athletics check. Ooh, 18 for a 22. Excellent. So you, you, you're you jumping right up there, getting into position. Boris, what are you doing? Uh, I position myself to be in like the center of the path so that anything trying to get to either of them has to come through me. And with my bonus action, I'm casting Divine Favor on myself so I can do a bit more damage, um, radiant damage, if that's... Awesome. Yeah, so you're set in position at what seems like the most natural choke point. So, Zelen, you've uh, like slowed a lot of these things and tangled a bunch... What do you do now? Flame on all or poison spray on the big one? Flame, flame on all. Got it. Um, I'm um, producing flame and throwing it down into the weeds to try to burn as many as possible. Okay, great. So as you cast it into that area, uh, and you can see it catching almost immediately and the, all the dry and everything else, the whole place goes pretty fast. There's so much undergrowth and uh, tinder kindling. All these plants have come down, trees have come down. The place just starts to go and burn, and these things are getting singed in that. There are still plenty on the inside that area that are moving. They seem to be moving off to the periphery and not coming directly for you. 
you think that with your actions you've bought some time that you can be a little more defensive, prep yourself, uh, and get yourself ready for the coming attack.